AJ, Evan. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I beat you to it. Would you rather be the unruly wild bush oh, of no. the Arizona Coyotes <laughs> or the manicured beauty that was the Colorado Avalanche after this game? I'd rather be somewhere else right now. <laughs> Well, this is something you have to take care of, all right? If you want to look fine like the Avalanche did, go get your Manscaped products today where you can get everything looking pristine below the belt. You want to score three goals in the bedroom? Manscaped has you covered. You can get 20% off and free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use code DNVR20. This is your creation. (laughs) You're welcome in that case. Head on over there, whether you want to get the trimmer, whether you want to get the deodorant, whether you want to get the breath mints, they have you taken care of both above and below the belt. Again, manscaped.com, DNVR20 is the code. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sports book out there. Head on over there and put all your bets on the Avalanche, baby, because 16 and 0, Stanley Cup, here they come. They take down the Arizona Coyotes 3 to nothing today. I mean, let's be honest. The score doesn't even reflect how dominating the abs were in this game. Easy game. Easy game. Great way to put it. I, there was... All right. There were moments where I believed Arizona could win this game, but there weren't moments where I believed Arizona were, was the better team. I don't think that either one of those moments existed, personally. Fair uh, enough. There, there, the only belief that there was of that Arizona might win was when Burkowski uh, rodeoed yeah. that dude to the ground, then tried to act like it didn't happen. <laughs> and they had a third period power play where you just you, you could just envision a puck going off of Ian Cole's knee or something random happening, and that was the only way they were going to score because they weren't even it didn't even look like they were trying to shoot pucks at anything. They're, they're, they were so offensively inept that I never got the feeling that they were trying to score. 14 shots on goal in an entire 60-minute game for yeah, Arizona. For for context, the Avs had more. They had 16 in the first period against St. Louis after a four-month layoff. So, you know, like I said, offensively inept. Never believed for a moment Arizona had a chance to win that game. Yeah. Um, so I'm still stuck on that manscape in my brain. But, um, I wanted to no, be known uh, that Rudo did that in front of his parents. Yeah. Makes it a little more uncomfortable. You gotta sell. You gotta sell. <laughs> yeah. Always be closing. <laughs> ABC baby. No, the only the penalty kills were the only times because that second period, especially when Arizona had like five shots on goal, and then Ryan Graves had just some flubs, and it's just like this is how it, this is how this is gonna go. But yeah, Ian Cole did have that one giveaway where he had the miscommunication yeah, that was a with big yikes. Yeah, and he gives it away right in front of the net, and I mean they. They didn't score. Yeah. Gruby came back from his coffee break to make a save. Yeah, yeah. straight up. <laughs> well, I mean, through two periods, Nazem Kadri had as many shots as the Arizona Coyotes. So yeah. I think that pretty much sums up the game for Arizona. Um, you mentioned Gruby. How much credit do you give to a goalie who only had to make 14 saves, but when you have to keep yourself in a game like this, and he got the shutout at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, it's... Look, if... If this, if Francois had made the shutout, people would be losing their minds. Right, yeah. like the Czech Republic would be planning a parade. So, Grubauer gets one. We're all cool with it. It's he didn't have to do very much. Let's be real. He didn't have to do very much. He did everything that was necessary. He got the shutout. He'll be your game two starter. Yeah, he legitimately, I think, had to make one 
difficult save. Yeah. And he made it after sitting there for 30 minutes doing nothing, which yep. is, you know, which is impressive. I, like, I think it's, it's hard to stay in a game like that. It is. Like, we talk about, you remember the when, uh, when Varley was here? And he would go, he would go crazy when they would give up forty shots, right? He had, he had a great, great record in those games. Yep. And then there were there would be games where they would give up seventeen shots, and he would give up three goals because he he had trouble keeping himself in the game. He had trouble with staying focused. And now the irony is that he's a New York Islander and only faces eighteen <laughs> shots a night. Yeah. And Grubauer, like, there's something to be said for a goaltender that keeps himself into it and in, into the game and mentally focused and locked in and look you could say he didn't have to do very much and he definitely didn't but he he got a it's a playoff shutout they all count the same at the end of the day right right so it credit to grooby there but let's just knock out our DraftKings king of the game here it's got to be nazem kadri for the third game in a row not only the seven shots on goal but the game-winning goal the dude was just relentless against Arizona, getting to the good areas of the ice, to the slot. And on a team where we were begging the top line to shoot the puck, oh God. Nas was just letting it fly. Yeah. Well, and he, he had scoring. He had legit scoring opportunities. Yep. You could learn the, the top line was pretty quiet early on. Really, the, the frustration with them not shooting was on that first period power play. Mm-hmm. Big time. Where they completed three cross-ice passes right through the Royal Road. And no triggers and pulled. Yeah. No shots. No shots attempted. Mind you. Like, none. I said nothing. Did Nas get more shots on goal than the top line as a whole? Because Mac had zero. Yeah, but McKinnon's going to finish with... I think he's going to finish. He had two assists officially. Yeah. And zero shots on goal, which is unfathomable, given the way that that man shoots pucks. Mm-hmm. And... He might get 14 the next game. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> well, and, they and just, this is they just tell him let loose. This this is where you've got to be a little nervous, right? If you're if you're Arizona, if you're Rick Tockett. You know there's more to give there. If yeah. If you're Rick Tockett and you're going in and you're watching that video and you're saying, "Okay, we're going to we need to adjust. We need to What do you adjust to? Colorado's top line barely showed up. And their best player ended up with two assists and they they walked all over you. Team wide. I mean, the fourth the Colorado's fourth line ate them up. The that that Donskoy Burakovsky confer line ate them up. I mean, this was this was a shellacking. It's a good word. I like. It wasn't word. the Colorado Avalanche versus the Arizona Coyotes. It was the Colorado Avalanche versus Darcy Kemper. Yeah, straight up. I mean, it was it was consistently five pylons and Darcy Kemper. Shots were twenty nine to seven after two periods. And, I mean, you could argue, oh, they weren't super dangerous. You know, there were some good tips. There were some nice shots on goal where he uh, he makes a sound positional save. You know, he gets he gets just the very top of his shoulder on one, and it doesn't look like a – it doesn't look like – it's not a highlight reel save, but it's a great shot. It's a great save. Shout-outs to Dario there. First time in over two years, 242 games since McKinnon hasn't had a shot. And he finishes with two assists, and, he gets and, two they, points. and they walk away, and, and right. they win walking away. Not a close game at the end of the day, so. right? Like it's yeah, it's zero zero with what seven minutes to go in the third period, and everybody's kind of on edge. But like, like look, like the the story, like Colorado just broke through. Mm-hmm. They 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 kept pressing. They stayed true to what they were doing. They knew what they were doing was working just fine. 
because they were laying the wood to them. Yep. There's no way that you could try and talk this into Arizona being competitive in that game at all. Darcy Kemper played well and still gave up three. His, it was a lot perimeter in the first two periods. His best save was probably on Matt Nieto, which we all figured Matt Nieto probably wasn't going to score. That's just how it was. I mean, Classic. That was a, that's yeah. a great save, too. You want to argue that the Avs didn't come close to scoring? It was almost an empty net. Yeah. And, and there was a post just before it, too. So. And you look at the first two goals the Avs scored, it really wasn't that different than what they were doing all game. It's just that Kemper... Maybe he wore down and he finally gave up some rebounds, and that's just kind of how they yeah. they were. We can, uh, I believe, we have the first goal clip that we can bring up here, and we can actually break it down. Which this is in. those games where one team dominates, eventually a greasy one goes in one way or the other. This, I mean, that's great, really great hard work over there by Ranton and, and that one-on-two fighting for that puck. Yeah. And then eventually it just gets to the front of that. You have Landis Gagan, Kadri there. Eventually one's going to come out to an avalanche stick. Does Kale McCarr even have a That dude is ice cold. He is an actual killer. He's just like, oh, great. Did our job. Cool. <laughs> All right, next one. I, Go yeah, again. I'm... And, and I mean, look at what it takes to beat Darcy Kemper here on the first one. It, he makes a first save. He makes a second save. And then a third one that just, like, fumbles its way through his body. It, when a goalie is locked in like that, you just got to find a way. And, and that's what the abs did. And then... After that, the game just got away from Arizona. <laughs> oh, hi, Allie. What's up? <laughs> and now, and that's that's their fifth power play goal since they returned. Yeah, they've and been really in, a, in essence. That's their sixth because they had the one that came one second. One, yeah, right after. And they were twenty five percent on the power play uh, through the round robin. They go one for two tonight. Arizona first, is afraid. The first of one special teams could easily had a team. goal if they would have yeah, actually yeah, shot it. McKinnon right, yeah. had an easy one timer, and he just. He just didn't it. pull the trigger. So, Avs on special teams have a massive advantage in this series as well. Wait, I, you have to read this. I'm comment. struggling to find something for Arizona to grasp no, onto as a positive in this game. I honestly like Darcy that was Kemper. Their chance. Dar- like, Dar- Darcy Kemper was great. If they were going to try and, and steal this series, realistically, you need if you're going to be the upset team, you need to win game one. They you need to put you need to put that team on its back foot. You need to have them feeling a ton of pressure. And now it's just, I, I don't know how you feel any, I don't, I don't know how you feel any positives. If you're, if you're coming from. <laughs> Finally, I got you guys to notice. Allie just adoring her abs. That's uh, she was looking at pictures of Gabe Landeskog there for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I don't know how you feel good about it. If you're Arizona, like there's no way. Let's be real. There's no way they play poorly this poorly in game two, but knowing that this this level exists in this series, that the Avs can lay down a B plus game like this, maybe an A minus game, destroy them possession wise, and it still doesn't matter. Uh, I'm, I, I honestly just in 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 the world of overreacting to what we've just seen. I'm feeling like my six-game prediction for this series way too generous. Gives, yeah, <laughs> gave Arizona way too much credit. Mm-hmm. Well, way I, too much. I can drink to that. Time to acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Got myself a strawberry sky here. Been drinking all game long down at the DNVR bar. You can get eight different Breckenridge brews on tap down here if you want to come out and have a good time, or of course get it down at the source in Littleton at the farmhouse. You can pick up and get $5 off when you use code DNVR on a meal as well. So 
Hit them up while you still can and grab yourself some tasty beer. Of course, we also have DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. If you want to bet on the Avs, I got to tell you, I think they're a pretty good bet right now. I don't know what Kadri was for the first goal of the game, but he had to be plus 200, plus 300 somewhere in there. And that dude looks like a man on a mission right now. So get your money, put your bets on Kadri, put your bets on the Avs. If you want to bet on pretty much any sport under the sun, sure, hockey, basketball, baseball, of course, but table tennis, NASCAR, UFC, you name it, you can bet on anything with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And of course, for a limited time, you can get a $1,000 sign-up bonus when you use code DNVR. Be sure to jump on that when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Of course, there are restrictions. You must be 21 or older. Colorado-only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. All right, look, the Avalanche dominated this game, but I want to show you all the best clip of the hockey game. Yes. Because it was not the Avalanche dominating was it the this hockey game. Yeah, was it the three-headed monster? <laughs> it was indeed the Avs trolling as the greatest play in hockey history right there by the Avs. Three players fall down in the neutral zone and lose the puck. What's and yet somehow the abs still come away with possession of this puck as they collapse together and look like fools on the ice. Can we get that music though? Yeah, the Benny Hill. Like McKinnon watched it happen and was like, What are you guys doing? And then he gets slid into yeah. it. It was like, Oh, you're involved in this too now. Of course it starts with Miko just sliding out of nowhere. <laughs> what do you guys think of Miko today? Honestly, he's pretty bad. I <laughs> think so. I don't think he was good. He was not. It didn't feel like the end of the round robin where he was. It felt like he was right on the edge of breaking out. It felt like he was kind of around. He wasn't really willing to pull the trigger. He was passing the puck probably a little bit too much and not with the accuracy that I'm used to seeing him. Then, of course, he goes out and gets a tap in goal off a beautiful play by the three-headed monster, but it wasn't yeah, the Landy same. Yeah. Up 2 nothing and gets... Makes the play, dude. Smoked. Third goal, I, w I think we have the clip of it. And just keep an eye on Landeskog here. He absolutely... What? Third. Third, Third goal. Um, he absolutely gets blown up to make this play. First off, we have the breakout here, which... By the way, Z had a really strong defensive game, I would say. But... Anyway, Landy walks through the middle, just gets nuked to make That's, his pass to McKinnon. You know, I. It's all good, but I wonder, like, it looked it looked a little high. You think they I go for the head? I thought it looked high uh, live. We'll see. And we'll see on the replay here. We'll see. We'll take it, a look. It kind of looks like he flares the elbow too, and I wonder. See, I, is it an elbow flare or is it just the finish through of the forearm? It reminds me of the the hit that Landy made on. Oh, you're right. He Marchand. does raise that forearm. It does, yeah. Exactly that blindside hit that he made on Marshawn in in Boston a few years ago that yeah. got him suspended. He definitely got that elbow up. I think you're right. I mean, Landy's just taller, so I don't think he got head, but it's definitely like the from the side. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> not. <laughs> don't look at me like that. Uh, <laughs> Not the type of play that the NHL wants to see, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
As uh, you guys mad about my manscape reads out here, <laughs> and we now we got this going on. That wasn't on purpose, at least. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, my Manscaped reads didn't start on purpose either, but here we are. <laughs> so, and so, AJ, how do you feel about Miko, then? Are you as harsh as me? No, I'm I'm glad I'm not doing grades, because I really wouldn't know how to, yeah. how to give him that one today. That's... I mean, <laughs> he would have had... You know, we talk about him passing Guys, it up. Guys, the but. comments because of what just happened <laughs> over here... Are ridiculous, and I'm not putting those up on the screen for everyone. Watching. All right, keep it, keep it PG in the chat. Or apparently, is you're not going to get your comments seen yeah, if you don't keep it PG. I think I I caused your parents to walk out. Your your read didn't cause them to walk out. I did. Dad, um, Evan was where they drew the line. They were like, my son talking about balls, fine, but this random person, unacceptable. Yeah. No, I thought Miko. I mean, he just seems like he just. Maybe that goal gets him going, but <laughs> keep it together, Evan. Um, yeah, maybe that goal gets him going, but like we said, if uh, if <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, you guys can just. <laughs> <laughs> They're all laughing because I'm yeah, showing them the so. comments now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I really, I don't know that any of that top line actually played like a great, a great game. I thought Landy definitely was going early and that justified moving him up because Nemesnikov looked like a ghost in this one. Yeah. And I honestly, I, I had, I had advocated for moving Burkowski up because he had a really strong start to the game. He was making several really nice plays to teammates and it's like, okay. Like, Burakovsky, if he's going to do that, you know, put him with some skill. No offense to Comfer and Donskoy, but some of those some of those passes, like, you're... Hey, Someone's got to finish that thing. Right, yeah. like, you you know, if he's going to play like that, you want him next to the guys that, that can produce the best. And then they ended up going back to the three-headed monster, which sort of reduces that Kadri line a little bit because now Kadri's doing heavy offensive lifting. Yep. Because he's, he like Nachushkin. It's it's very obvious that what Val Nachushkin brings you in elite defensive play, he doesn't offensively at sacrifice of offense. Yeah, directly. he's not yeah. good. He's not a good offensive player. It's it's just reality. But and like, it's fine to have that kind of like one sided guy on that line, but now you have Nemesnikov, who the more he plays with high-end skill, the more he's going to produce. If you put him next to a guy like Nachushkin, he's going to play like Nachushkin. Right. He's kind of your, he's your lineup chameleon. and He just fits the whatever line he's jumping into. If you want him to play shutdown, he'll play shutdown. If you want him to be that third wheel offensively, he'll be the third wheel offensively. But. Right. And like on that top line, he mucks and grinds. That's what he does. He does the dirty work. He goes in front of the net and he, he plays pigeon. He waits for, he waits to puck poke pucks home off of rebounds from yep. the other two. Yep. Well, if the other two aren't shooting, he's useless there. I and think that was the role that we saw him in today. And so then they moved, they swap Landy up. Landy was going early. This is the best Landy has looked. That line started to generate a little bit of momentum, even though McKinnon still didn't want to shoot the puck. And, and I think that the trickle down effect on the rest of the lineup is negative because you need to have 
another offensive driver next to Kadri. Nemestikov just won't be yeah. that. And Nachushkin surely isn't that. So you're you really, really I feel like you need a distributor on Kadri's line because Kadri yeah, he's, it, a he's, he's a selfish player to a certain extent, and I mean that in a good way, but you need someone to, to move the puck around on yeah. a line like that. And and like Nachushkin tries to do that. He tries to distribute because he knows he's not gonna but it's <laughs> stone it hands. Well. Yeah. Like there it's not it, he's not a creative offensive player, he's not an overly effective offensive player. And we're seeing that hard cap where right now between Nemesnikov, Comfort, Donskoy, uh Nachushkin, they're really rocking a bunch of like third yeah. line guys. Yeah, and I think Bedner is waiting for Burakovsky to show a little like yeah. uh, some sort of straight line consistency because so far it's been high, yeah. low, He's high. He's been low. very peaky for sure. And he doesn't yeah. he doesn't want that on the top line if he can avoid it and that's where he's just like he knows Nemestikov is at least going to be probably a little bit smarter defensively and like so far the Donskoy Comfer thing seems to be working it's working and so it's like you don't want to mess with that either yep so if you're trying to if you're going to reunite the three-headed monster then what you do after that how how because Arizona can't attack Colorado's lineup the way that it started the game and we saw that they just couldn't do anything against it. Even with those guys not playing at tip-top level, they couldn't do anything about it. I mean, since we're headed that way, we can dive into this conversation. AJ and I, at the very least, talked a lot about, look, Arizona's a counter-attack te- counter team. Yeah. They, they look to take advantage of opportunities. And outside of one, maybe two chances, the Avs didn't give them anything right. when it came to that. Their only good chances were the ones Ian Cole just... Yeah, the power right. play where Kessel, those aren't Kessel those aren't counterattacks. Those are yeah. just straight yeah. up avalanche yeah, turnovers. Yeah. There, was, there were two moments where there were some concerns. Uh, Graves in the neutral zone. Yep, where we've talked a lot about that. He can't get beat. If he gets beat, it's done. And that one on the power play where that puck went sideways along the blue line, and yeah. Grabner was like vulturing his way Hello. into the zone. Yeah, and like you know that that guy. That's that's how they're going to score their goals. They're going to have to attack. If, if Colorado's going to continue to be comfortable shooting from out high like that, Rick Tockett's going to have to have his guys attack that puck carrier, that puck a lot harder. They can't have three dudes sitting in the home plate area. Exactly. Just out. They're going to need to attack the puck to try and get bounces and create foot races into center ice against Colorado's defenders. Yep. That's the only way that they're if – they're, if Colorado's going to continue to do – what they did today and be comfortable taking those shots. Hey, if you're comfortable with it, okay, then you've got to adjust to that. And I think that Tockett having his guys attack those those shooters and have his defense, his 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 forwards really playing further out from in from the home plate area. You have to you have to be a threat. Yeah. If the Avs will just hang out with the puck on the perimeter otherwise and they'll they'll maintain possession they're not worried about it it's and like they don't want to do that because no, that, no, that of course they passing don't. lanes and that creates all the space that colorado will then abuse right but if we saw today this was this is the the this is the opening salvo in the, in the matchup of the tacticians right and i wrote in my my preview of the series rick tockett's not really known as an x's and o's guy he's a player's coach who gets his guys to play hard for him and he gets a lot out of them because of that, and because he asks them to do to play a to, to be honest a pretty basic game, a pretty simple 
easily repeatable formula that you're not too worried about. And not that when complex, it comes to yeah. actual X's and O's, when it comes to a tactician, I don't know that he's got a whole lot in the tank. And and I and this is an area that we've seen Jared Bednar be very good in the postseason yep. the last couple of years, where he has gotten he has gotten his teams to just attack so weaknesses wait. of the other team and in a series with multiple games you could just break them down and now he's on the other foot where he's going to have to deal with the coach that's trying to break him down and to be honest with you I'm comfortable with that what you're saying is we haven't seen a Kachina picket fence yeah exactly <laughs> Evan what are your thoughts here on on the breakdown of the abs forward lines obviously Top line didn't have that great of a game. They still managed to put in a goal, but there's not much you can nitpick here, really, is there? Uh, no, and I, and to be honest, Arizona is not a team that I feel like you really need to stack the top line against. So to me, I think they should just go back to what they started with next game, and you know, if they want to switch Berkey and Nemeskov, go for it. But you know that that second line is working, and you just have to trust that. McKinnon and Ranton are, are, are going to figure this out because they're all world players and that's just what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, but they're getting exactly what they want out of that second line. And I love that line. I don't want it to break up at all. Yeah. I, the Landis called Kadri, the Chushkin combination has rolled since yeah. they got put together. Even with the Chushkin not doing a lot offensively, he picked up an assist today. Yeah. Like if he's going to pick up little cheap assists and that line just continues to dominate possession wise. Leave it together, man. People talk about Landy turning the puck over, and I'm just like, look, he has the puck so much yeah. in these games. He carries it from the abs end to the other end. He's holding it down low. Like, it's, it's when you have the puck, you turn it over. That's just what happens. But he does so much good for this team. We talk about Sam Girard as, like, the zone exit maestro, right? Mm-hmm. But Gabe Landeskog, his entire career, yep. has been a one-man breakout. Yep. Mm-hmm. He consistently will take pucks from his end and get them through the neutral zone. And we see it. We see it on the power play. They're not using Nathan McKinnon as a, as a decoy now. And it's because they're giving the puck to Gabe Landeskog to go skate through dudes. Mm-hmm. and Because he can. And yeah. he consistently does it well. It, that's kind of the beauty, I think, of the Avs forward core. And something that they've improved a lot this year is being able to support their defense on the breakout. There are options like a Landeskog that you can use not on the top line now to help you get going the right direction if you're the Avs. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference for them. You you see seven shots in two periods, 14 shots in the game. The Avs weren't really giving out many second-chance opportunities to Arizona. Did yep. they give up any first-chance opportunities? I mean, like, 14 shots on goal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So... Yeah. We can take our second period break there because stats like that make me want to smile. And if you're looking to improve your smile, head on down to Green Mountain Dental Group, the best family-owned dentist in the Denver area, just 15 minutes from downtown Denver, located in Lakewood. And when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, you will get a free Sonicare toothbrush for your trouble. Our sales manager, Lindsay, went down there a couple weeks ago and got her wisdom teeth removed. She said it was one of the best dental experiences of her life. Look, I hate going to the dentist as much as anyone. I just want to get in and out. They're great about it. They get you in. They take care of whatever you need, and they're done. No hanging around. Just get in, get out, get the job done. Green Mountain Dental Group, schedule your cleaning x-ray and exam today for your 
free Shauna, Sonicare, Sonicare, Sonicare toothbrush. We got there eventually. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. All right. The first goal went in. The floodgates just opened after that, right? Yeah. There was. It felt like, all right, let the beating commence. Yeah. Once Kemper was solved, there was nothing yeah. left that Arizona had to do. Straight up. Ten seconds later, goal number two here, the last clip we have to play for you. Uh, JT Comfer ends up getting the goal on this one, and it just felt like Arizona was... Hadn't... I love that they started the face-off. Yeah, from, from the face-off of Kadri's the face-off. goal. They won it. And they the get into the zone like, nah. immediately. They get the puck on net. They get people to the right areas. Comfer with a nice little drag move to the backhand to just flip it into a wide-open net. And, like, that trio? Yep. Could cause some problems for teams. Depth is an incredible thing, eh? When you're playing yeah. JT Comfer solidly on your third line. I don't know line. who that is, that, that Coyote, but he looked shell-shocked. <laughs> we just got scored on twice in yeah. 10 seconds. He looked straight up shook, like what just happened. In a game that we have 10 shots on goal. In. Like some dude just stole all of his Halloween candy. There it is. I'd, That's. You know, I think Evan put it well. Uh, at... After enough shots, Kemper just broke down and couldn't quite cover up a rebound there. Great angle of it there. Couldn't seal it off. The Avs get that second chance opportunity. <laughs> Eight seven seven goal there. now. Yeah. I, I love. Look at Miko's face. He's yeah. like, cool. Yep. All right. This game's over. All right. Let's get out of here, boys. <laughs> We're done here. We've got some ping pong to play. I just love that that starts with the Coyotes won that faceoff, and Nachushkin's like, "We're gonna lose this faceoff. I'm going." <laughs> <laughs> and then goal number three here was just a minute later. Uh, the Avs basically popped off once the first one went in, yeah. and they said, all right, whatever that was is done. We win now. So That third one was that, – that third one honestly felt like a warning shot. It, it did. It really – it felt a, like – A first line that didn't play great in the yeah. game, and then they go bing, bang, boom, goodbye. And they're like, you guys fell asleep for one shift. Yep. One shift against us, and we did this. Oops. No pressure in the in the next three games, fellas. Miko's first goal of the playoffs, and it was the tappiest of tap-ins for him. Choked up, yeah. choked up on that yeah. stick like <laughs> Toby Enstrom used to do. Yeah. Hey, whatever it takes stuff. to get stick on puck, man. All right, don't yeah. don't don't hate it if it works. I guess yep. that's the point. Uh, we had a couple comments about Grubauer earlier. Uh, moving to the rest of the series, games two and three are back to back. Obviously, Grubauer gets the start on Friday. Yeah. Is there a world where he starts on Saturday, or you just um, give it to Frankie? I give it to Frankie. Okay. I'm not messing with that. And uh, look, I will say this. If Grubauer goes out and he has another shutout. It's a different story. Yeah. Just keep, keep, just keep rolling, man. Yeah. Because you take that guy out, and it's... It's not like he should be tired. If that- yeah, yeah. So it's not like he had to make eighty yeah, saves. That, save. that was his maybe his best save of the game there, where he flashes the leather a little bit, and and I agree with. If he faces fourteen shots again in game two, he, he can't be that tired, can he? I mean, yeah. yeah. I think, um, and that's and the beauty of this is that they can just wait. Yep. <laughs> I don't have to make that decision today. That's very true. But I think they should have the conversation with Frankie and say, look. The, the preliminary plan. We'll wait and see to, to decide for sure. But right now, especially if they win that game, hey, we'll give you the third one. For sure. 
it's not like a pity game, but it's a back-to-back -back game saying, hey, we trust you to get this job done. Because it's a playoff game. <laughs> you think that some of these other teams, you you think that Darcy Kemper's not playing on Saturday? You know he is. Like, and I know Antti Ranta's back in practicing and he could be healthy and all, but they're not, they're, you're going down swinging with your best. And if Colorado's up 2 nothing, and they want it, and, and it was a tough game the day before, Pavel Franzos, this is just a straight luxury at that point that you could toss in there. I mean, and hey, if, if, if Grubauer doesn't play well, then it makes that decision really easy for you anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's the beauty of, having two quality goaltenders. Yeah. The, it's one of those weird things where we talked about a lot before the pause. Hey, you know, having two goaltenders and not having that solid decision could be a concern, but in the bubble world where you play back-to-backs in a playoff series, yeah. it's actually an advantage. Yep. It's a power move, too. Carolina did it against the Rangers. They're just like, all right, yeah, we're game just going to throw Reimer in there, and it worked, and it's just like... Well, and, and say, say Colorado wins on Friday, and then they go into Saturday, they say, hey... Was, it, they give up 27 shots on goal. It's a it's a, a legit workload. Why not? I mean, yeah. why not just put Frankie in there? You no trust reason him. to kill your goalie. Yeah. You trust him. Let him let just do your thing, and then you know if it goes if it goes well, you're up three nothing going back to your number one on Monday, and you're trying to close this thing out, and then you're you're gonna have a chance to have all the rest you could ever need. So I'm for me, I just think, you know, with Frankie, it's I would plan to play him on Saturday under unless again, Grubauer pitches another shutout. You're not taking that guy out. The Avs are in an A1 position. It's it's yeah. win win for them. Yeah, so. definitely. That was it, Arizona's chance. They, you got them tied in the third yeah. period. You get the yeah. first power play of the third period. You, you don't you don't connect. That's you weathered we, the storm and you couldn't get the job done. When we like, talk about how an opportunistic team steals wins, that was it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then when they didn't do anything on that power play, I think they had one shot on two power plays. It's like, all right, well, so how not too opportunistic today? How serious are you taking abs in four right now after that game? Um, you know, Arizona's got some serious resolve. There's, 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 there's some veteran guys in there who have seen and been through a lot in this league. Uh, they've got that veteran leadership that's walked the walk and won cups on both the coaching staff and in the locker room uh, in players. Yep. I think that that's going to help them. They're not going to get too high or too low after this. Look, they're going to walk in and they're going to watch video tomorrow and they're going to say, ah, we got blown out. We're going to, okay, here are the things that we need to do a little bit better. Here are some adjustments we're going to try and make. We'll see how this goes in game two. Let's go out there and let's try and get better. But I don't think you can, I don't think there can be much reaction from them uh, overall. If, and if, and if Kemper continues to, to, to be great, they will long, be, yeah. if he, if he, if he stays great, they will be competitive. They will be in this. Yep. And they know that. But if they go out there and, Darcy Kemper gives up a couple softies. He gives yeah. up. He gives up a softie to Matt Calvert on the third shift of the game, and you're 90 seconds oh in. Oh boy! Yeah. Him and you're like, this, this isn't going to be good. Yeah. Um, at this point, look like I I picked the Avs in six because it was all about Darcy Kemper, but it was also about the team in front of him being able to capitalize on opportunities, and the team in front of him today was incompetent. It was as, it was it was as lackadaisical and 
non-threatening as you could possibly be as in a in a playoff game. They looked like the 09 uh 2010 Avalanche Abs. against the Sharks in that game 3. That's what that game reminded me yeah. of. Just one team out there doing just holding work. on, yeah. They were doing work and the other team is just surviving. Yeah. They're they're there because of what happened in the regular season. They got there and now they're stuck getting embarrassed by these dudes. It's, and hey, remember that 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 series went six. Yeah, it's it, so hard to beat a team four straight times. It is. I, that's it's just, it's hard it's hard to pick sweeps in this league because especially in the postseason, it's hard in the regular season. I mean, mm-hmm. you see what the Avs did with Chicago, but now you're talking these are playoff teams now. It's I expect it to be competitive. Yeah, I do. But the Avs came out and they said we are the better team. We are going to make your life miserable. If and if this series gets to like going into fifth game and it's three one, it could look a lot like this game again. Yeah. But otherwise I would expect that this is the least competitive game. At Probably this, true. At this point, we gotta talk about the defense because one Fair. goal one even strength goal against in four games yeah. that count in the bubble. This is Eric Johnson looks great. He looks awesome. And He's our best defenseman today. Yeah. Gerard, even they 40 shots on goal. Gerard was off. Uh, they're, I mean, their worst defensemen felt like their two defensive Ds in Ian Cole and Ryan Graves on the night. Yeah, I would say that's fair. Yeah. I, I think Gerard, what was it? We were up to five yeah. icings. Yeah, yeah. That's... Gerard was not passing the puck well. Very he, true. He was not. It, and I wanted to shake him like a small child. That he is. Like... When he got to, he would get to center ice and he was just like, he had one, there was one play in particular where he had numbers, he had someone with him, Dump and he just throws it in the I'll corner. Yes, I'll dump it in, yeah. And it's like, when we talk, when I, when I get on Gerard and I talk about how the offense hasn't developed, that's the stuff I'm talking about. Because yeah. Kale McCarr's like, oh, end of my shift, and I've got an opportunity. You know I'm, I'm taking gonna, it, I'm going to make yeah. this happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can to try and force this. Yep. And Gerard just gave up on it, and it's that stuff drives me crazy. And it's not that's not the G that we know when he's playing with confidence and he's at a hundred percent. He's making tape to tape passes. Yeah. Then for sure. And we saw Gerard against Dallas was in total control of everything that he did. Yep. And both of the games since then, his level has slipped quite a bit. He needs to pick it back up. Definitely. He needs there. to get he needs to get back on the horse. He is too important for them, and I don't expect Eric Johnson to continue to play like a wild man. Well, He's been awesome. Yeah. Speaking of horses, <laughs> Eric Johnson has horses. Uh, <laughs> Did you know? Dog, not just winning on the ice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, Dirt Eric, track. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if, I'm sure you guys are probably talking about this pod, but, I mean, if, if anybody needed those months off, Eric Johnson was yeah. the yep. guy. 100%. Like, Definitely, looks, man. Other than that shorthanded two on one where he was just like, I'm shooting, and then the EJ special side, of which shoot is like, from you don't the want to do that on a penalty kill. Yeah. That's, that, if he misses the net, he creates a three he on one the other way. He missed the net because the Kemper's just like, uh, he punched yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, he looks great. I think Z is doing what they're asking him to do. Yeah, they're agreed. Yeah. He's. I know pe- I've seen people say he needs to go out there and hit people. It's like, well, you don't want him chasing hits. 
Right. He needs to just play he, within himself, he, and that's what he's and doing. For a dude Stealing who off gets, the wall every time Arizona entered the zone on him, man. Like, for a dude who's penalized so frequently for being bigger than the other guy, stayed out of the, the box. The Arizona's got a lot of smaller guys. He needs to. He needs to pick his spots very carefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I said it on Twitter, but you watched the start of that maintenance goal. Richardson sees Z. Z was actually lined up to hit him, and Richardson bailed, and Z just taps the puck out. And then at the end of the game, Richardson's just like, oh, I'm ready to start it now. But yeah, Richards, Richardson gave it the old lethal weapon. I'm too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, one. I think it's one of the most underrated parts of Z's game because no one pays attention to it. Forwards see him and they go, nah. They think better of it a lot of the time. Yeah, he forces a lot of dump-ins. He pre- that's why he's at the top of their charts always uh, at preventing carry-ins because guys are like, Nope. Everybody everybody in the league not named Evander Kane is afraid of doing it. Yep. And as we saw in the series last year, Kane just kept coming, and that's how you have to do it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You force him. You f- If you force Zadorov to defend, you will force him into mistakes. You will force him into mental errors. You will force him into turnovers. But the guy, you have to, you have, to have the fortitude to do it because he's going to get the better of you plenty along the You're way. You're going to come out hurting for he's sure. Going to, he's going to crush you. You have to accept that. And when when you what you see here in in the playoffs is a lot of these guys just don't have that courage to keep making that play because they're trying to live to fight another day because hey if you're taking a chance when Nikita Zadorov blows you up that your season ends yep mm-hmm. you're just done and I mean talking about the other D Ian Cole that was his worst I thought he was great in he'd the been round great up until and today and he makes a couple mistakes but I'm not worried there and. Not at all. I would say Kale McCarr hasn't even had has a not great, been the I, superstar. I thought he was yeah. really good against Dallas, but he really has been pretty pretty average. Uh, and there's more to give there, but defensively, I think he's he's doing a lot better than maybe most people would would see right off the bat. Yeah, he's we haven't seen we haven't seen crazy Kale McCarr yet. Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's kind of freak everybody out. I mean, out. this is. This is insane. The Avs beat the Arizona Coyotes three to nothing, and we're like, eh, I mean, the first line was okay. Kale McCarr existed. Yeah, like Sam Gerrard, not as great, yeah. not his best game. Like this is not these were this was not the greatest hits album. Far yeah. from the peak of this Avalanche team, to say the least. Definitely. Yeah. And shout out to the Avs for not making us watch another period of that game. I was yeah. yeah. <laughs> OT would have been brutal. Smelling blood, dude. It's a little bit of credit for the killer instinct. Yep. Mm-hmm. As soon as they sensed weakness, I mean, Nachushkin's like, hey, we're losing this face off, but I'm going to go get that puck <laughs> anyway. He does it, and then they turn it into a second goal, and by that point, you knew the game was over. Yeah. Like, that was like, oh, we're at it. We're sweet. High fives. Let's On let's, the game, too, good. basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then they added the third goal because giggles. They can't. Mm-hmm. I love that the playoffs start and the refing is just like, all right, yeah, penalties whatever. Gone. You gotta literally tackle game. a guy to get they a penalty. They played, they played almost three full games, Tampa Bay and Columbus, yeah, and it was like one penalty, one penalty in the last like five periods, and you're like, boy, those teams sure are playing this clean. Yeah. Yeah. The only penalties tonight were like. Burakovsky tackling, Nachushkin getting tackles. Like, all right. That's Ian Cole clear. allegedly punched a man off camera. Yeah, I don't know. Ian Cole gets called for roughing, which we never find out about. Yeah. <laughs> During the entire power, we were only informed that the of the power play being a being like at the for end roughing. of the penalty kill. At the yeah. very end, they were like, "Oh, Ian Cole's out of the box," in which he was in for roughing, and it was like, yeah. "Okay." And then the power play they scored right. at the end was interference that they had been running. Yeah, all the game. whole game. Yeah. And so. it was like blatant interference, yeah. yes, but 
it was not the first time they had done that. Yeah. No, I I don't get that that comment at all. I don't understand <laughs> that. It's he's correct. All right. The Joshua the Joshua Tree one of the all-time great albums. I I'm not a music person. Sorry, fam. I only know that cuz it's U2 and I Okay, well that's I why. I love that album. U2 bad confirmed. U2 Arizona. <laughs> We're going to have a fight. Well, what else is new? My, everyone knows my music takes are terrible. There's nothing new there. All right, let's let's wrap things up here. Av's got to be feeling good. What are what are y'all's thoughts heading into game two, day off, and then Friday? More the same. Yep. Don't don't change a thing. Force them to adjust to you, and then whatever they decide to do, if it if it's working better, then you have adjustments to make of your own. You expected that 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 to happen. Otherwise, there's what do you what do you even watch on video tomorrow and say we need to clean this up? You basically say hey. Ian Cole, don't give him a free a free turnover. And he's like, got it, coach. And then, okay, meeting did you, done. Did you know I have 22 playoff goals? <laughs> what was that? That was such that a great, <laughs> great graphic where all of us were yeah, like. Everyone in the bar is like, what? Wait a minute. 22 playoff goals in 78 games? What is going on? <laughs> Turns out, no. Yeah, it's 22 points. He only has one playoff goal. <laughs> I I said on Friday, this is a much better series for them to get prepared for the play, like a, a long run than Chicago. Oh, yeah. And they showed it tonight. Just stay patient. Just do what you're doing, and eventually it's going to work because you're just a better team than this other Just team. believe in yourself. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're done. Let's get out of here. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much going to wrap it up. One last thing. If you want to head on down to the DNVR bar, we have Where Strava we Craft Coffee Cold Brew. You can pick it up right here. Give it a try. Of course, if you love it, you can get their subscription service and get 20% off every single time you buy. It's great stuff. The CBD is non-psychoactive and has been known to help many different aches and pains, even anxiety, you name it. They are awesome. So be sure to give it a try. We have watch parties every single game down here at the DNVR bar. So come on down and enjoy a game here. Yeah, I'll see you at noon. Yeah, it's, uh, it's early games, but hey, you know what? Brunch Friday, baby, Saturday, weekend, mimosas and hockey. Uh, be sure to RSVP. We do fill up. There is a limited capacity, so jump on it if you want to be here. Make sure you can be here. That's it for us. Thank you, as always, for listening, whether it was live or after the fact. Always much appreciated. The Avs are 1-0 against Arizona in round one. And until next time, we will see y'all. Hey, Felipe.